Well, as many of you know, I got ordained a priest six months ago, and it's my first Christmas. This is not how I saw Christmas going when I come here and find that the manger is not out, but actually still locked, locked in its boxes, like metal locks in the back before mass. And it's a half an hour before mass, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, you know what? Bumps in the road, it's all right, there's no manger. And then I forgot my entire homily is on the nativity scene. So, um, so I, you know, we, I got to thank the sacristan and Martha and the young gentleman. We kind of sprang into action. And I got the Christmas present I, I, I didn't even know I needed, but I got to take a hammer and smash some locks. And uh, it's Christmas, guys. We've got a nativity scene. Here we go. So, all right. But the nativity scene is such an incredible image. It's something that we've seen since we were kids. And sometimes it's one of those things in regards to the symbol behind it, we just take it for granted. It's been there our whole lives. We are so familiar with the different aspects that we maybe have never even really thought to reflect on the beautiful aspect of what is found in the nativity scene. It's something that the church has had for hundreds and hundreds of years. St. Francis, when he was living in the 13th century, went to this small town in Italy, right next to Narnia, which is kind of interesting. We're starting to get in a creative mindset. You think of like C.S. Lewis, Chronicles of Narnia. And here in the small town of Greccio, St. Francis was the first one in front of the families to set up a nativity scene. And as with all images in the church, brothers and sisters, they're meant to teach us about the truths of our faith. That's why we as Catholics have statues. That's why we have crucifixes. That's why we have the Stations of the Cross. That's why we have these beautiful stained glass windows that are in here, so that we can sit and reflect upon the truths of our faith. So, what is the manger? What are some of the things that the Nativity teach us about our faith? Well, let's look at it. The first one is, you know, this is just a, a beautiful nativity scene, but where would they have been in an actual situation? This dark dungeon of a, of, a, of, a, of a stable because there was no room in the inn. And it may have been a cave, but it was most likely ruins. A building that had collapsed, that had been converted to a scene where the animals could eat. And this understanding that God, God the creator of all that is, comes down to the ruins, comes down to that which is broken. This understanding that without Christ, all is lost. But with Christ coming into the world, what we celebrate on Christmas, he brings forth stability. He brings forth life. This understanding that in the scene of the nativity, we see the peasants, we see the shepherds, we see the magi, the rich and the poor, that Christ came for all, the royal and the forgotten, and that no one is unimportant to God. Every single person has dignity, is made in the image and likeness of God, and is worth being saved. And to remember that no matter what's going on in our life, Christ, if you were the only person on earth, would come and die just for you. Because everything we learn in the nativity from Christmas ultimately leads to the cross. The two are connected. And that teaches us about the manger, the creche, in which Christ is actually laid in. 
this trough of food for the horses, the lowliest of low places. Not only does that teach us about humility, but that teaches us about the role that Christ wants to play in our lives, where he's saying, I am the bread of life. Even in the small whimpers of a, of a crying child, he is saying, I am the food that you need in your life. That through the sacrament of the Eucharist, all of the trials in your life, you will find the answer. And lastly, what was the scene that this was? It wasn't in the summer. It wasn't in the daytime. It was in a black, starry night. When we think of the stars, we think of maybe being in Chicago and having all the light pollution and you see four and a half stars. But if any of you have ever been out west, like to the Dakotas or Montana, where there is no one, and you look up and you can see the vastness of the galaxy. You can start to see how big the sky is, where you can see stars that cannot even be counted. And our mind begins to race. We begin to recognize our place in the world. We begin to wonder about why we were created. What are we here for? What is the meaning, the purpose of all of this? That's the type of night that baby Jesus was brought into the world. This night where you could look up with wonder and awe. And in all that wonder and awe, Christ himself is the answer. Brothers and sisters, we have questions in our life. We have wonders of the meaning and majesty of all of creation from the terrible to the beautiful, from the extremely wonderful to the sad. And in all of that craziness and all of that complexity in the joys and the sorrows and the anxieties and the calm, Christ is the answer. And he is born. Will you let him be the king of your heart?